warfare is based on deception. For years, the West's hypocrisy has made the world a battlefield. Friends, welcome to the Sheep Kashir podcast. We're here. We talk about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, the one and only Austin Creed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. You got to see a little bit of a blast from the past. From uh, I believe it's Modern Warfare Three, as I believe, where that was from. My friends, I look around at the news, and it's I gotta be honest, it's extremely depressing, and I can't take it anymore. Uh, so we're not going to talk about the news today. If you came here to look at the news, you came to the wrong place. I'm not going to do it. It's too depressing. Ukraine war still. We're sending billions of dollars to Ukraine. Some of it, people don't even know where it is. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of grift going on. You didn't know about that. Uh, they're losing. They're not losing the war. They're just. A lot of people are being found littered across the battlefield. I can't take it anymore. It's so depressing. So here's what we're going to do today. Instead of talking about um, COVID or about the Ukraine war, we're going to talk about something a little more interesting. We're going to talk about, do you welcome the coming apocalypse? Now, I know. Sounds like uh, I'm not talking about the news, but then I jump into something that you could find all over the place in the news today. Well, my friends... Maybe I'm a little bit of a weird person. I might be. But when, but throughout COVID and even throughout this war that's putting us on the brink of World War Three, thanks to Zelensky, uh, I thought I thought I needed I need a distraction like everybody else does. And so I've been watching and reading and listening to a lot of more of dystopian, post-apocalyptic stuff. Now... You can call me whatever you want. I know I'm a little bit eccentric, for sure. But my friends, it provoked some thought in me, and I really wanted to share it on the show today, because when it everything is said and done, I think the fear of the unknown is really gripping people in a way that we haven't seen for a long, at least not for a long time. Before, it was more of like a, oh yeah, that's cute, it's quaint, it's whatever, but we've seen a lot of things that threaten the world within the last couple years, in the last 10 especially. And so I gotta ask you, do you fear the coming apocalypse? Do you fear... I know that we see stuff like zombies and vampires, and we see stuff like that in literature, but there are some very real concerns throughout the entire world that happen all the time. Especially 
when it comes to war, when it comes to the potential famine because of the Ukraine war. Oh, yeah, you didn't read about that because it's the breadbasket of Europe. You didn't read about that. Um, or whether it's the the pandemic that happened. Whatever it is, my friends, the whether it's the pandemic or whether it's the war, there are some real concerns going on in the world. And so I ask you again, do you fear the coming apocalypse? Now, I mean, I've heard people speculate from here to Timbuktu. I've heard people talk about getting canned wheat, canned matzah. I've heard people talk about building a bunker, investing in gold, uh, taking up shooting lessons, whatever it is, self-defense, you name it. Look, I'm not talking about some Y2K level stuff. I'm talking about, do you actually fear World War III? Do you fear another potential epidemic of massive proportions? Do you fear these things? Does the, do you feel as if the weight of the world lies upon your shoulders, like your atlas carrying the sky? Am I the only one that thinks about these things? I can't be. Now, if you contemplate the coming apocalypse like I do, you consume a lot of content related to it like I do, you're not alone. I want to sh I'll share this story with y'all. Apparently, post-apocalyptic fiction post-apocalyptic fiction has been quite popular throughout the years. And so even these end-of-the-world scenarios are popular for multiple reasons. One of the reasons being we as humans, we are, a we are very drawn to the unknown. We're drawn to the unknown, but from a comfortable place. For example, if you're watching, whether it's Mad Max or you're watching whatever it is, but you're on your comfortable couch, you got your popcorn, you got your cocktail, you got the whatever it is you like to have when you're watching entertainment, you're able to explore these what-ifs, these scenarios, these situations of dystopian proportion of in a very comfortable environment. And apparently this is nothing new. I'm looking at the article now. It says humans have been fascinated by end-of-the-world scenarios for as long as they've understood what the world, quote-unquote, was. Some of the earliest civilizations like the Maya were obsessed with apocalyptic ideas. Since most rational human beings hope to avoid doomsday entirely. Well, uh, I, I guess I'm not completely rational. <laughs> but they still think about it from time to time. What would it look like? What would it, what would it be caused by? What it... How would it end for people? Would survivors remain? You see, these are questions that I ask too. What what would life be like for these quote-unquote fortunate survivors? Now, whether it's something like The Walking Dead or whether it's something like Mad Max or Swan, whatever it is, this idea has been explored tremendously and in depth. Whether it's Dawn of the Planet of the Apes or whatever it is, there are so many of these stories. And we see... These stories gain popularity with world events that kind of match with it. World War Z, whatever it is. I'm just spitballing stuff that comes to my head about examples of what I'm talking about. So here's why it appeals to writers. For those of you who are curious as to why the, the zombie genre is so big in writing, this might answer your question. From a writing standpoint, there's a lot to like about the post-apocalyptic fiction. It opens... It's open for innovation. It challenges the writer to create something new. Well, I mean, not entirely sometimes. Uh, to envision a world beyond their very own. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, yes, the world building. It says it clears the stage for world building. In other words, 
You you create a world from scratch, but you use a lot of ideas that are already kind of there, but you put your own spin on it. There's nothing new under the sun. There's just a new way to look at the sun. You can quote me on that if you want. Uh, oh, they use Swan Song. I've not actually read this book, but I've heard it's I've heard it's good. Oh yes, the nuclear holocaust, classic nuclear apocalypse. Uh, let's see. Number two, high concept fiction keeps writers engaged. In other words, people can kind of reinvent the wheel over and over again, and people will always come back for more. It says high concept fiction is built off of. I don't think y'all are interested in this. Let's keep going. It offers a world of possibilities. I mean, I think I would. I would care to wager that most people live in this world of possibilities. They wonder. This, that, or the other. That's where the whole idea of the multiverse came from. Of every choice that you did or didn't make created a new reality. Where you did or didn't do said thing. Or didn't go to so, did or did not go to such event. Whatever it is. That's where the multiverse kind of gained popularity. Is this idea of possibilities. And people like this idea of the unknown. The H.P. Lovecraft. Great author, by the way. One of my favorites. He's a very interesting guy because he he really pokes at this idea of the unknown. This idea of, of a world of possibilities where it, it feeds upon the most primal fears of mankind. Whether it's the ocean or whether it's apocalypses. Whatever it is, it's stuff that you cannot actually disprove. But it's so fantastical and so out there that for all you know, it, it sounds so ridiculous... That it might just be true. It's kind of paradoxical, isn't it? Let's keep going down this list. Oh, here's what I want to know. Why does it remain popular with readers? Let's see. It challenges readers to accept something new. I don't know about that. I mean, everybody's heard a story about zombies. You ever notice that if you ever watched a movie or a show about zombies, for some reason the people in the show or the movie itself have never heard of zombies? I always found that weird. I can't, back in, like, back in like 2010, everything had zombies or vampires or something. You couldn't get away from it. And yet they write about these worlds in which people have never heard of these things. It's, it's amazing to me. When every mythology ever has something related to the undead. Let's keep going. We can relate to it on a human level. Oh, okay, let's, let's look at this. Uh, it says, novelist and short story writer Dale Bailey, I don't even know who this is, believes humans can relate to a post-apocalyptic fiction because we understand tragedy on a personal level. Uh, yeah, I mean, everybody understands tragedy to an extent, whether it happens to you, or maybe it happens to, to a loved one or your friend or whatever it is. You know tragedy, everybody does. Next. It's a reflection of our own fears and anxieties. Now, this is very true. Like I said, that's just the whole topic that I'm talking about today. We look at the world, things full of things we can't control, full of things we have zero power to control or influence, and yet we're stuck in having to deal with it. We're stuck in having to live in this world full of uncertainties, full of potential possibilities, and we have to deal with it. We have to wrestle with it. We have to accept it because it affects us. Or it could affect us at any moment in time. So this is this is the idea that I kind of like to talk about. Where it comes to the coming apocalypse. It could come tomorrow. It could come from in 10 years, 100 years, 1,000 years, a million years. We don't know. 
But the world tends to go through cycles, whether it's the climate, whether it's civilization itself. The world goes through cycles, whether it's being hit by a meteorite, uh, a flood, what uh, a giant fire, earthquakes, what uh, volcanoes, whatever it is. The world goes through cycles. And no one's ever really sure when the cycle will complete. No one's ever sure when something like that will happen. Now, I'm not trying to stress you out. I'm not trying to make you think about the end of the world when you're sitting in your office cubicle or you're on your way to work or whatever it is you're doing. I'm not trying to depress you on the show today. What I'm trying to get you to think about is, number one, if you share these concerns, you're not alone. And number two, you need to realize that even if something like that were to happen, you should be prepared. You should be prepared and you should know... Don't be the person caught off guard. Don't be the person in the zombie movie or the zombie film who dies in the first five seconds of the movie. Don't be that guy. Don't be that girl. You need to be aware and you need to start taking care of yourself. You need to make sure that you are in tip-top shape and in tip-top performance because you never know what tomorrow holds. You never know what's going to happen. That's the point of today's show. My friends, I really want to explore this more because I think it's an interesting concept. I think it's something that's not... We talk about it in in jest. Uh, We look at the news. The news is making a bag off talking about the horrible things that happen in the world. We understand that. But I really want to ask you, what is it about the world that you fear the most? What is it that really concerns you? What keeps you awake at night? Is Is it a war? Is it... The, the pandemic that's still kind of teetering out. What is it? Is it the everyday pebble in the shoe problems like money and food and enter, you know, and stuff like drama in your personal life? What is it? What is it that bothers you? Do you what is it you fear and are anxious about? I personally I fear potential nuclear war because I I know a lot about it. I know how it happened in the past. I know how we got to the point of needing nukes, the Cold War. I know a lot about that because it was my job in the military to know about nuclear weapons. I understand about it almost too much. But my friends, do you fear it? Do you fear the apocalypse or do you just are you focus on enjoying your life? Living your life, you don't think about it very much. Maybe I'm an outlier. Maybe I need to relax. I don't know. But what I do know is this. This is an interesting discussion. Uh, really, what is it you fear? What is it you want to discuss? What is it? Why do you think that the f- rise in, po- in post-apocalyptic fiction, do you think it's directly related to all of the potential world-ending issues that we're seeing in the world today? Whether it's disease or war or potential famine or whatever it is. Is it a way for you to really explore this in a safe environment i'm curious what is it you think and what if you had to choose which apocalypse you want to live through which one would you want to live through and why which one do you think you would survive the longest in and why anyways i wanted to really bring that up because i'm sick and tired of listening to the news i can't take it anymore people are turning out the news and in, in droves because it's so depressing and mortal and they can't take it so I figured I'd lighten things up a little bit, give you a little bit of levity, talk about real concerns and bring up some interesting topics. And in other way, regardless of 
all that. If you have anything you want to add to the conversation, you have anything you want to ask, you can head over to my Twitter page, at CheapKidSheared, or you can leave it in the comment section of the video if you're watching on YouTube or on Rumble. But until next time, my friends, God bless you. God bless your family. God bless America. We're out of here. Peace. Enjoy your day. Don't be like me. Don't be like Atlas trying to hold up the sky. Try to enjoy yourself. Do something nice for yourself. Because who knows what the world holds for tomorrow. Today is all you're promised. Make sure you live it up to the best. All right. I appreciate y'all. Take care.